Let's get nuts. No technical... Well, there you go. No technical difficulties today, except for me talking. What's happening, guys? <laughs> I was like, no tech. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, my uh, the microchip in my brain is uh, going haywire. What's happening, guys? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on Tuesday, August sixteenth. What is happening, everybody? How's everybody doing? Everybody good? Everybody good? Where am I at here? All right. Too many tabs open on here. There we go. That right there. What is happening? What is going on, guys? Make sure you guys smash that like, thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you want to become a member. Do so. We do members-only stream, post-show stream, right after, of course, uh, tomorrow's show. So you guys can pick my brain a little bit more. And, of course, you got all the sock meds and the Patreon. Trying to update as much on the Patreon when I'm hearing stuff. So, uh, you know, when I'm hearing stuff, try to try to give you try to give the patrons a little uh, a little uh, exclusive stuff when it comes to uh, when it comes to that. So, anybody, what's going on? He's still getting fired. Hey, we got we got Donald Trump in here. Well, yeah, yeah, he's still getting fired. You're fired. That's right. My name's Blue Hawk. That's right. He's still getting fired. Uh, his last movie will be a banger. <laughs> it's not technically fired. It's just kind of going. Hey, we're gonna part ways. We're gonna go a different direction. Maybe I don't know. We'll see what happens. You're not Groot. I still haven't watched the uh, the Groot show yet. I was trying. I was gonna do that over the weekend, but totally forgot about it. So. I watch a lot of uh, stand-up comedy over the weekend. Space Mutant TV, what's going on? All right, so we got Miss Nighthawk right here. What's going on, Steph? Glad Ezra is owning up to the fact that he has a problem and seeking help. This actually speaks volumes. Hopefully, uh, it's not too late for his career. True that, true that. And do what she says. That's what she said. Right there. Cameron, what's going on, man? If Twitter was around in the late 90s, or yeah. You better believe that would be the case, right? Hey, what's going on, Lawrence? Good to see you. We got Mr. Fear Jason right here. Sup? What's going on, Mr. Uh, Enterprises? And, of course, we got Mr. Brian Callie right here. Good to see you, buddy. And Eric Patterson dancing along. Mr. Milana, how you doing? J.D. McRae, all right. Let's see. Who else we got here? Selena, what's up? Got to give the baby a bath. Do it. Got to scrub that baby. Bathe the baby. Tony Movie Chappie D9 Blomkamp fan. Good to see you. What's up, buddy? All right, we got Stephanie T right here. All right, what's up, darling? Unlike uh, some misinformed people who called Ezra a pedophile, I really hope uh, they sort themselves out and get better. Well, there's always going to be that uh, those people, sadly. What's going on, Jose? What's up? Yep, happy Tuesday. I'm wishing, uh, yeah, we're all wishing for the best. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, Ezra because that came as a surprise as, uh, of course, I was an hour and a half uh, late yesterday because of technical difficulties. What's going on, Niner for Life? How you doing? Yeah, well, I don't know what the fuck that was. Uh, let's get salty, right? <laughs> oh, geez, I lost my spot. Where are we at here? I saw somebody became a new member. Uh, I don't know why the chat's not bringing that up on my end, but, yeah, thank you for becoming a new member, whoever that was. I remember seeing it right there, so I appreciate it. Check out the movie uh, Fall. Okay, that did come out, and I wasn't sure what that what that even was. So, what's going on, Lane? Good to see you. I saw that you uh, you're gonna be doing some concert thing. You had a poster. You're on the poster. I thought that was pretty cool. Always, uh, always. Anytime you post a video, Lane, I'm always listening to it because I think you and I, you know, we have a similar taste in uh, music, big time, big time. Even though I was more Nirvana than Pearl Jam. And I know, you know, what you say about uh, Dave Grohl being a singer as opposed to being a drummer. Oh, you. Oh, you. That's only where we disagree. There you go. What what Jacob said right there. This movie just like took off, which I love. I love seeing that. Hello. Uh, yes, I, I watched the first episode. I plan on trying to uh, binge it um, soon. Now that I'm caught up, you know, I'm completely caught up with Westworld. Now Sandman is my new uh, go-to. What's going on, Rosemary? Good to see ya. And then we got Jesse. Uh, I canceled my membership uh, for, uh-oh, because his mod gave me a uh, timeout. And, uh, <laughs> All right, well, there you go. <laughs> I mean... Nothing wrong with the idiot. You know, choose to who you want to be a fan of. I don't. I don't have the hate boner that people have for uh, James Gunn. So, you know, 
you got to do that. Hey, James Gunn fans are welcome here. Okay, Amparo, how you doing? Good to see you, buddy. All right, we got Jade also right here. Good to see you too. All right, hell yeah, man, hell yeah. So always uh, looking forward to seeing your videos. Always listening to you uh, jam out, man. Looks like a lot of fun, that's for sure. All right, guys. Let's get the show started. Of course, welcome to Film Junkie Live. If you're new to Film Junkie Live, well, hey, subscribe. We uh, we like to have fun here. Hopefully everything goes good today. I know yesterday I had a big-time technical difficulty because I'm trying to up, upgrading the clarity of, uh, of uh, the stream here, trying to make it a little bit better quality. So hopefully it does look good and everything looks good. But I forgot to make some adjustments when it came to other things. So, But everything's all A-OK -okay right now. And uh, we're going to have some fun and talk about some movie stuff. Um, of course, these are the topics right here. We're going to talk more about Ezra Miller, which that was kind of funny how it's like, oh, the stream yesterday got postponed. And then as I was going through the tweets, as I usually do, it's like all of a sudden Ezra Miller releases a statement. So we're going to talk about that again and talk about what this means for the future of things, especially the Flash and everything. I'm going to kind of just talk about things uh, that I've heard and just mention things. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens when it comes to that. And then we're going to talk about more Black Adam because, yes, the, the marketing is in full full motion right now. All the magazines and stuff and Dwayne Johnson talking more about it. We have some pretty cool images that came out in, uh, in um, Total Film. And then we're going to talk about Madam Web because over the weekend, some story points came out from Madam Web. And it kind of sounds awesome. I'm not going to lie. I'm going, okay, I think I'm looking forward to Madam Web. Wasn't before, but I might be now. And then we're going to talk about She-Hulk because that's coming out Thursday. And uh, we're going to talk about the head writer saying something that she probably shouldn't have said. So we'll see what happens with all that. Anyways, guys, so yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate all the support. You guys are awesome. As per usual, let's get to these tweets and see what happened in the Twitter space today. Let's see what happened here. Let's do it. Here we go. Well, first off, guys, look at this. Finally. <laughs> and I, I told you guys I was going to keep the uh, the goose stash. I was going to keep the goose stash at least until Top Gun Maverick was uh, was out of theaters and uh, on home video. And we're finally going to get that. You know, I've told you guys, I'm like, yeah, I might, I might have to, uh, might have to go back to just the, uh, the stubble that I, uh, usually have because I'm kind of getting a little tired of it. Uh, I know some people don't want me to shave the stash, but Hey, I can always grow it back guys. It does grow back. But yeah, uh, yes, right here. Eric Davis said just in the biggest movie of the year. Top Gun Maverick finally arrives home on August 23rd. And, uh, that's digital though. Doesn't arrive until, like, physical copy until November 1st, just in time for the holiday season. So over 110 minutes of bonus content. But, yes, you'll be able to actually watch it at home on August 23rd if you download it digitally. So, yep. So there you go. And then, of course, uh, yeah, yes, Jacob, please support the Black Phone if you like horror thrillers right there. And then look at this. We have our first look. At the Wednesday, uh, the Wednesday Netflix show, the Netflix show that's going to be uh, revolving about around Wednesday Adams, and uh, here we go. We have Morticia and Gomez right here. Of course, we have Le uh, Luis Gomez, and we have Catherine Zeta-Jones playing uh, Gomez and uh, Morticia. So yeah, Luis Guzman, right? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people are going like, "What the hell? What the hell is this? Like, why?" I'm like, "Have you not watched? I mean." Luis, I mean, when it comes to Gomez Adams, yes, when it came to Raul, Raul Julia, yeah, he was a really good-looking dude, of course, and he nailed it. The, 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 the first two uh, movies that had to do with the uh, Adams Family were awesome, and I suggest anybody, even Adams Family Values, it was great. I thought both movies were awesome, and the casting was great, but... You know, Gomez was always like this short, little, portly, weird-looking dude. Like, if you actually think about it, I mean, uh, I forgot what the original actor's name was in the show, but, I mean, he was never like, I mean, he was just like, uh, he was like this type of character. And, and when you see, like, drawings or whatever, if you watch, like, the show, he always looked like this. But a lot of people were not liking the fact that Luis Guzman was playing, um, yeah, exactly, Jose. He is way more accurate to all the iterations of Gomez Adams. I mean, he really is. So this actually is perfect. 
This is actually pretty perfect. I don't know why everybody was having a big stink. And, uh, of course, Catherine Zeta-Jones looks gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. So, yeah. And then here's the entire family right here. You got Pugsley right here. I think Pugsley could have been, they could have got a chunkier kid, but hey, it's okay. It's fine. But uh, Miss Ortega looks pretty, uh, she looks good as uh, as Wednesday. So it's going to be interesting. I'm really looking forward to this series because I've always, I was always an Adams Family fan. I was never a Munsters fan. Always an Adams Family fan. And then who wants to go see Rogue One in IMAX theaters on August 26th, huh? Anybody who wants to join me? I don't know if I'll actually go see it, but yeah. Apparently, uh, Rogue One is heading back to IMAX theaters for a limited time beginning uh, August 26th, just in time for uh, Andor. So they're trying to remind you, like, hey, this is what this, this is the uh, sequel to the series that we're about to watch here on Disney+. Plus. So, And here's the IMAX poster right here, which is a pretty cool poster. And I still am on the side of the fact that Rogue One is the best of the Star Wars Disney Star Wars, I should say. Yes. So ever since Disney got it, it I, think it's, I think it's just a skosh better than Force Awakens. I still remember watching Rogue One in the movie theater and uh, everybody going buck wild when it came to that, that final battle and when it came to Darth Vader just fucking guys up, just, just effing them up like crazy. And then, of course, it led to, uh, you know, the whole thing getting to Princess Leia led right into A New Hope. And, yeah, I remember just the theater just going buck wild when it came to that. So pretty cool stuff. And then speaking of Wednesday, apparently uh, the casting for uh, of Uncle Fester in Netflix's uh, Wednesday series has be, is being kept a secret. And the, the showrunner, co-showrunner right here, Alfred Goff, we have no comment on Uncle Fester. Just watch the show. So either Uncle Fester is dead or they ray or are they or they is it Ant Fester? Is it Ant Fester? Did they freaking do a gender bend? Please say they didn't do a gender bend of Uncle Fester. That's why I said Ant Fester. Are they gonna do that? I don't know. I mean, when it comes to nowadays, you just never know. Everybody else is kinda like, Oh yeah, there's the family right there, but Uncle Fester, is it gonna be Ant Fester? Or or maybe I don't know. And these days, you just never know. It's who knows. But I think we'll be okay. I hope not. I hope they don't do like a whole thing where they do a gender bend. Just just keep it at Uncle Fester. Aunt Fester doesn't really roll off the tongue. Okay, it doesn't. Uncle Fester does. So hopefully they don't do that. So we'll see what happens. Uncle Fester the molester. See, it just kind of rolls off the tongue, like Jose said. And then Dark House Comics right here, Survival Street number one is out. This is intriguing right here, Survival Street. Look at this, a take on Sesame Street right here. Man, <laughs> look at that cover right there. The cover alone makes me want to buy this comic book, and I might. I might buy this comic book. I think the next time I go to uh, the comic book shop, I might get this comic book because this looks, this intrigues me right here. This intrigues me. Because it's a, it's a, it looks like a dark take on Sesame Street. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I like it. I like it, right? I would pay to see. Yeah, I know, right? Let's get, a, let's get a live action right there. I like that. So, of course, we'll talk about that. And, yes, guys, uh, Fear Jason made this image of me, but he didn't have to do a face swap because this is what I actually look like with my shirt off. Yeah, that's right. Um, I have a uh, blue shirt tattooed on my uh, my left boob, and I wear uh, I wear a gold chain. You just don't see it right now, but yeah, that's what I look like with my shirt off. Just saying, yeah, absolutely no, but yes. Uh, catchphrase, catchphrase. Thank you for your Jason for making this right here. Uh, this is pretty funny, putting me on, of course. That <laughs> you gotta love it. Gotta love it. Gotta love it course we'll talk about that there's all the stuff from yesterday david o russell's amsterdam has moved up a month now opening on october 7th and if you haven't seen the preview to that or the trailer for that looks pretty good yeah it looks pretty good and then yes guys this happened today um i mean raise your drinks if you have them i don't have a, i don't have a drink on hand but hey we lost uh we lost a pretty iconic director you know, when it came to uh, when it came to, uh, you know, 
somebody that we lost today, of course. Wolfgang uh, Peterson died today at the age of 81. I tell you, 2022, it's just been, just seems like it's constant. But, you know, 81, it's a good stretch. Good stretch and had a great career, as you can see right here. The, uh, the list of uh, movies right here when it came to, like, Outbreak. I mean, he had, a, like, a string of, like, good fucking movies. You know, Outbreak, Air Force One, In the Line of Fire, The Perfect Storm, Poseidon. And then, of course, he had Troy also. Don't forget, don't sleep on Troy. I thought Troy was great. Brad Pitt, Eric Bana, Atlanta Bloom. I actually really, I've always enjoyed Troy when it came to that type of movie. But, yes, Wolfgang Peterson. Uh, passed away today. Enemy mine, yes, you got that too. And, uh, you know, one of the things that you guys should really look up, because I don't know if you guys know this, but back in 2004, Wolfgang Peterson almost directed Batman versus Superman. That's right. Did you guys know about that? That's right. There is a YouTube video. Look at this. There's a YouTube video right here. Look it up. Batman v Superman Asylum. Wolfgang Peterson's unmade 2004 film. Watch this video right here. It's about 37 minutes and 20 seconds. Watch it. Get a little taste of what's been happening, you know, what was happening in this movie. This was a movie that actually had full-on casting. There was going to be Colin Farrell as Batman, Jude Law as Superman. That's right. And it went through very much a lot of you know, writing processes and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, Wolfgang Peterson was set to direct a Batman versus Superman movie in 2000. Well, it was set for 2004. I, the release date was. But yeah, very interesting. When you hear some of the story details, you go, holy shit. There's some story details that actually made it into the actual Batman versus Superman that we got. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean... I think the writers should probably sue, you know, David Goyer, Chris Terry or whatever, or make a big stink on uh, social media, call it BVS gate and be like, hey, man, yeah, 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 you took my plot points. Yes, I know, guys. And I'm 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 totally uh, making fun of the whole Batman gate thing right now. That's been uh, circulating around for the past week. Something that I wish was going to blow over. But sadly, it hasn't because people are given a certain someone a platform. And yes, I'm going to approach it not on Film Junkie Live. I'm going to do an actual video sometime this weekend talking about Batman gate. But yeah, that was kind of my my little lead into that whole thing. I know it's been passed around. I've had it sent to me many, many times, and I just have to sit down and actually look at everything, look at all the stuff. But for the most part, it's very grifty, very grifty when it comes to uh, what I've seen. But yes, anyways, rest in peace, Wolfgang Peterson. But yeah, watch that video. It's uh, just search for it on, uh, on YouTube. Um, it's from the uh, Super Void Cinema channel. And they posted it last year. Very interesting stuff. But yeah, there's some similarities. There's some sim some story beats that actually were uh, in the actual BVS that we got. Very interesting stuff. So do that. But yeah, may he rest in peace. We lost uh, um, a legendary filmmaker right here. And and please, if you haven't watched Troy, yes, all these movies are great too. But Troy, Troy is a good fucking flick. I will say, I always enjoyed Troy. Here's some, uh, hey, zombie Iron Man. Remember, there was a, there was a chance that there was going to be a zombie Iron Man in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. That would have made it better, for sure. And let's all take an appreciation that the fact that the, uh, the Predator in Prey was, pretty, was practical. I mean, of course, there's some things that were probably VFX, but look at that shit. Look at that. My God. Can you imagine being in all that? Man, that's got to be hot. That's got to be hot. It's got to be really hot. Colin Trevorrow, look at this. I love this. Colin Trevorrow, the director of Jurassic World Dominion, tweeted out today, friends don't let friends watch the theatrical cut. Wow. Okay, this intrigues me, okay? Because you guys saw my review of Jurassic World Dominion. I wasn't, like, the biggest fan of it. And I was like, okay, that was cool seeing, like, the old group and the new group together, but I don't know. So now I'm going... Okay, Colin Trevorrow, if you're if you're promoting the theatrical your your director's cut right here, like this, I'm kind of going. All right, I could see it being a better movie for sure, and I'm intrigued. So I'm definitely going to be watching because I was I walked out of Dominion, kind of going. All right, eh, eh. 
The weakest one out of the new trilogy, that's for damn sure. So, And then, hey, hey, you, you, that's right, you, you, Barry Levinson, that's right. Um, Robert De Niro and Barry Levinson uh, are going to team up for a uh, WBD gangster drama. That's right. Robert De Niro returning to the genre that made him a household name with Warner Brothers Discovery's upcoming feature, Wise Guys. Wise Guys. Should be interesting and good for uh, good for Warner Brothers Discovery. I mean, again, it just seems they're just rebuilding. But hey, they got something like that back. You're gonna have you're gonna have a gangster, uh, you know, Robert. De- yeah, yeah, you. You're gonna have um, you're gonna have a De Niro gangster series. Is it a series, right? Or feature? Sorry, I thought it was a series. Feature. That's pretty good. Hey, Mrs. Stone. Mrs. Stone, Karen uh, Bryson. If you're wondering what was happening with her, she's going to have her directorial debut right here. That's right, Mrs. Stone, Zack Snyder's Justly. Come on, she uh, she's gonna. This is what she's going to be doing right here. It's a little short film. She said, uh, "What I've been uh, up to." She said, "Writing and directing a short film. So proud to have worked with an exceptional team, two amazing producers." And then it's gonna it's gonna star the uh, the Supergirl, uh, uh, the CW. Martian Manhunter, that actor right there, Mr. David uh, Harwood. Or no, no, that's the producer. I don't, I don't know, know what his name is, but yes. So Mrs. Stone doing some things. That's pretty cool. I like it. And then check this out, guys. All right, so I probably can't play the full music, but there's a possibility, and this is like an old tweet. This is like from last week. Kind of just fell under the radar, but apparently we have a video right here on TikTok of people putting together a score for a certain superhero movie right here. And it sounds pretty damn awesome if you haven't listened to it. But yeah, so here's a little bit of a tease of it. Dun-dun-dun! What? That's pretty cool. Is this Blue Beetle? A lot of people are suspecting that this is Blue Beetle. Very well could be. It's in post-production. I don't know how far into post-production, but a lot of people are suspecting this could be the Blue Beetle score right here. And if you listen to the entire video, it's like two minutes long. Just go on Twitter, look for it. Um, I'll try to provide the link down below. I should have posted it right now, but it'll be down here for the, the clip right here. But yes... I'm just saying, like, this is possibly the Blue Beetle score. Has a little bit of Spideyverse vibe. Has a little bit of, like, I mean, it almost sounds like Cobra Kai a little bit, too. And we all know the star of Cobra Kai is starring in Blue Beetle. So I'm kind of wondering, hey, is this actually Blue Beetle? I don't know. It sounds really cool. Uh, I know. It's not Batgirls. It's definitely not Batgirls. But it very well could be Blue Beetle. So sounds good. Sounds good. So possibly this could be Blue Beetle score, which is good. It's a good sign that, hey, don't cancel Blue Beetle. Please, Aslov. All right. And I think hopefully we'll be okay. But, yeah, people are suspecting that it could be Blue Beetle. So um, I'll probably cut this out for a shot. So I'll put it. I'll put the link for this down below if you haven't uh, seen it. But, yes, uh, just look for it. Just look for Blue Beetle theme on Twitter, and you can listen to the entire thing. So, Sounds pretty good. Please don't cancel Blue Beetle. Alex Ross posting this uh, beautiful piece of art right here showing the Justice Society of America and the Justice League of America also right here. So we got uh, two versions of Superman, of course, and then, of course, we got all these uh, folks right here. We got two versions of Wonder Woman. We got all the people, all the folks right over here. And, uh, yeah, this is just so freaking beautiful, man. Alex Ross he's just so goddamn talented, so beautiful. Gotta love it. And then we got the uh, the different, uh, the 90s uh, bat emblems that were shown off, of course, when it came to the Burton and Schumacher, uh, Schumacher uh, emblems right here, which all look good, regardless of what you feel like when it comes to all that. Yes, good stuff. Zoe Kravitz, remember when she was very much against what Will Smith did when he slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars? And she made it vocal that she was not happy about it. 
But uh, in a new interview with the Wall Street Journal, she said, I'm torn about what to say right now because I'm supposed to just talk about it. I I have very complicated feelings around it. I wish I had handled that differently. And that's okay. Yeah, remember right right away she was just like, uh, here's a picture of my dress at the show where we are apparently assaulting people on stage. Yeah, she was not too happy about what happened right there. Catwoman got a little catty when it came to that. But, you know, a lot of people agreed with her. But, yes. But right now she's kind of going like, yeah, probably shouldn't have done that. You know, I mean, we've all been there when you just kind of like go, yeah, I'm feeling like a lot of emotions right now. People were like, you know, I was there. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and like post something about it. Yeah, so she uh, she kind of regrets it a little bit, but I think she still agrees that, hey, you should not slap somebody on stage. But even Will Smith has come out and said, yeah, shouldn't have done that. Really shouldn't have done that. So, but good on her. Good on her for, uh, you know, saying that. That's okay. It is okay. Zoe, it's okay. Hey, here's a glow-in-the-dark uh, clown from uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I actually have the regular version of this uh, pop right here. But, yeah, there's like a – for Halloween, they have a glow-in-the-dark version. But, yeah, right over there I have the original because I love the movie Killer Clowns from Outer Space. If you haven't watched it yet and you like cheesy 80s horror, do yourself a favor. Watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It's great. It's fantastic. I absolutely love it. And uh, I remember the last time I actually went to uh, the Universal Studios Halloween thing, they had a Killer Clowns from Outer Space maze, and it was fucking perfect. If you're a fan of that movie, which, like I am, and seen it a million times, oh, my God. I was just like, oh. Yeah, I couldn't believe how much they nailed that, that maze when it came to that, so... Anyways, all right, so guys, let's uh, get the show, uh, the topic started here when it comes to uh, what we're going to be talking about, and let's talk about Ezra Miller, of course. So uh, naturally, last night, when uh, I had my technical difficulties, so I had to stop the stream and then start it again about 7.30, an hour and a half later than I usually do, so um, um, so then when that was happening, when I was going through the tweets like I just did right now, it's the fact that it was like, oh yeah. Variety all of a sudden posts an article that has Ezra Miller apologizing and talking about how he's seeking help. If you guys want to be reminded of what was said, here it is right here. I want to apologize to everyone that I have alarmed and upset with my past. Or let me start over. Jesus Christ. I'm reading too fast. I keep on telling Scott this, you know, don't read. He goes, don't read so fast. I want to apologize to everyone that I have alarmed and upset with my past behavior. I am committed to doing the necessary work to get back to a healthy, safe, and productive stage in my life. So there you go. That's the quote right there that Ezra Miller um, released last night, which was great. And uh, immediately you just kind of go like, all right. So seeing the reaction to all this, I was kind of like, all right. What's everybody going to take from this? And then I was just looking at the reactions and people's responses. And mainly people were were positive. And a lot of people were going like, good. Glad that Ezra's getting the help that Ezra needs. You know, the whole thing about him on the run and uh, are they on the run, you know, and uh, and the whole thing like, oh, yeah, starting a cult, uh, doing this, breaking, you know, burglary and all this stuff. And and the cops don't know where Ezra is. It was all BS. I mean, there's a lot of BS that's out there. And um, it was always very interesting because it was like, Ezra's at his mom's house. Like right there. We saw the pictures. Just, I mean, when things are, you're down on your luck, you go, you go, you go over to mom's house. You do. I mean, mom's going to be, you know, she's going to be there for you. She's going to, she's probably seeing all the stuff and everything. So it's like, yeah, good. Ezra, go, go to mom's house. Go to mom's house, please. And that seemed like, oh, that was good. And, he, and, and Ezra looked like in good spirits when you see those pictures and everything. So, but what does this mean when it comes to, of course, the future of everything, the future of the Flash and all that stuff? Well, that's what I was thinking about today. And uh, just even, la- even yesterday. And what's interesting about the whole Ezra thing and the apology is the fact that you know, it, it didn't seem like that was like the biggest news today. Yeah, it trended. It did trend, but it wasn't like 
super blown up, but a lot of people were going, all right, I saw a lot of positivity when it came to this because, I mean, obviously, and you know, of course I saw people that said, oh, well, obviously Warner Brothers Discovery put them up to this. Yeah, of course. Of course they did. Of course they would do that because it just was like, it got to the point where they were probably going like, all right, all right, all right. So is there going to be anything else? Is there going to be anything else? Because really putting us, you know, backing us to a corner here, you know, when it came to like, it just seemed like it was always like a new thing, Ezra Miller in the, uh, the headlines. So it was like, and a lot of people were asking me like, what, when are they, when, when, when is Ezra going to actually say something? And they, you know, they're probably like, all right, now is the time. Now is the time. And then just put out the statement and then that's it. Then hopefully nothing else. And we could just kind of move on from that and see what we're going to be doing when it comes to The Flash. Because a lot of people were wondering, The Flash is going to get canceled. Flash is going to get canceled. Remember when they, like what, last week or over the, I don't know when it was. So they were talking about the the three uh, different scenarios that might happen where was it was basically going like all right so Ezra has releases a statement has limited marketing when when it comes to interviews or Ezra's not going to be a part of any of the interviews when it comes to promoting the flash or they just scrap the thing entirely they're not going to scrap it obviously they went with this plan of Ezra going hey release a statement let's see what happens when it comes to all this and now maybe Ezra can be part of What's going to, you know, when it comes to promoting and junkets and all this stuff and hopefully can be at a nice little Zen time. Hopefully he's doing a lot of meditation or whatever. But from talking to, you know, people that I talk to and whatever and having discussions and, and, and whatnot, um, what does this mean for the Flash? Well, the Flash is definitely not going to get scrapped. I mean, I think a lot of people are like, yeah, they're not going to scrap a $200 million movie. No. I mean, they already scrapped one movie, which like, yeah, they could get away with that. But I mean, you, you bring back Michael Keaton. What? We're not going to just scrap everything Michael Keaton's coming back. I mean, when it comes to The Flash, that was that was one of the big things that we're looking forward to. Of course, 100 percent. So what does it mean for The Flash? I mean, obviously, reshoots are going to happen. I mean, we heard about that there was there was some additional photography that possibly happened. I don't know if there were actually reshoots. It's the, the report said that it was additional photography that Ezra took a part of. Again, Ezra not on the run. Don't believe the bullshit. But um, apparently Ezra shot some uh, additional photography for The Flash over the summer. Uh, we don't know exactly what the hell it was, but we can imagine there's going to be some reshoots that are happening because they are restructuring. I mean, obviously, when we heard about Ben Affleck being in Aquaman 2 as opposed to Michael Keaton, because, you know, things got rearranged it was going like all right so that means most likely we can bank on the fact that ben affleck's going to be doing maybe some reshoots when it comes to the flash which i 100 percent believe i'm like yeah we're probably going to hear something about that and maybe they'll do something where it gets out there that but what if uh, when it comes to Obviously, when it comes to all the Ezra stuff, and a lot of people even talk about, I, I think even the Flash Movie News Twitter handle even posted something that we, when we went over the tweets like last week or whatever, or maybe it was this week, I don't know, or maybe it was yesterday, I don't know. But they were talking about like, you know, what if, uh, you know, you, you, you emphasize that there's more Batman than Flash, you kind of take the focus off Ezra a little bit, which I wouldn't be surprised if they are thinking about taking that approach. Kind of take the focus off the main star. Even though it's a Flash movie, Take the focus off a little bit, but what have I been saying about the Flash movie from what I've heard and maybe what you, you've heard too is it's more multiverse of madness than multiverse of madness. It really is. It's going to be going pretty crazy and no spoilers if you heard some things. Please don't say that in the, um, in the live chat, but I'm just saying it's going to be some craziness that's going to be happening when it comes to a lot of live action DC stuff. So I'm just kind of going like, and I had this thought. When I was talking to some people and I was going, man, can you imagine? And this could be a, a complete long shot because it requires a lot of things to happen. But can you imagine? Can you imagine Warner Brothers Discovery? Remember when it came to a lot of the things, when it came to recent stuff, you know, uh, hit pieces and whatever the fuck, talking about the Snyder Phantom, Zack Snyder even. And, um, and then when they were talking about like, oh, yeah, we reached out to Warner Brothers Discovery and they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. We weren't a part of that. We weren't a part of that. That wasn't us. That was those other guys. We're good. We're trying to fix their shit. 
it would be who it would behoove them to just like be like, hey, what if we reach out to Ray Fisher, Ray Fisher, and be like, hey, we're a different group now. Yeah, we know we still got that one guy here, and it doesn't seem like he's gonna do anything. Or maybe they actually make Mr. Hamada sit with them. They talk it out, apologize. Could you imagine if they actually were to do that? And then they, they, they first off, they reach out to uh, Muschietti and everybody and go like, hey, what was the plan for Cyborg? What was the plan for Cyborg originally when it came to the Flash movie? And maybe they just go like, okay, so what can, we, what can we actually salvage when it comes to Cyborg being in the Flash movie? And maybe they could salvage something. Maybe it's just one, maybe it's just one scene. Who knows? But can you imagine the good press that could come out of this if they somehow were to just clear the air? When it comes to Ray Fisher, and bring him back to do something, a scene or whatever, anything when it comes to The Flash, and they release that, they put that out in the trades, it blows up the internet. That, the positivity that would come out of that would be phenomenal. Like, it would be great. Like, long as nothing more happens, of course, when it comes to Ezra, and like I said, I still think more things are going to come out from his side when it comes to that. Maybe it won't. Maybe they instructed him not to. But I'm just saying, if they could just patch things up, with Fisher and just add a little bit more because that would take the focus off Ezra and be like, oh, wow, this movie's going to be crazy. It's going to have multiple characters and whatever the fuck. I don't know. I'm just saying that would be, ah, uh, that would be something freaking like, ah, uh, something awesome. But who knows? Who knows if that's going to happen? That, that seems like a long shot because obviously it's still going to have Hamada's name on it and, and Ray Fisher. Again, did not get fired. He just dug his heels in and stuck to his guns and said, nope, not going to do it because Hamada's name's going to be on it. So he still might not do it. But then again, who knows? Maybe they'll make, I don't know, maybe they'll make something happen. Maybe they'll make Hamada apologize. That would be freaking crazy. That would be crazy. But I just, it's just to have that really good press come out, man, that would be something. That would absolutely be something. But I don't know. I don't know. It might be. It's just uh, too far fetched. That might. Yeah, that'd be might might be too far fetched. But we'll see. We'll see. But I just kind of thought about that because there's going to be reshoots that happen. There's going to be reshoots that happen as long as they preserve the story. And I think, of course, they will. Don't don't try to reshoot the whole thing and try to do a Justice League thing. Fuck that. And I know there's fans out there that want that. Do not do that. Preserve the story that the Muschietti's were trying to do, which, of course, is a Flashpoints type story that brings in Michael Keaton's Batman, which I thought that's a pretty cool like take on it. Preserve that, but maybe you can, you know, jumble some things up and add some more characters to try to maybe take the focus a little bit off of the main star a little bit, even though the general audience probably is like, I don't even know who this kid is, you know, who knows? But, but yeah, just imagine if they patch things up with Ray Fisher and just get that, which is what we all want, but that'd be pretty sweet. But, ah, uh, uh, anyways, guys, I don't even know what you're talking about in there but yes that's just what's happening so the future of uh the flash movie and the future for all this is the fact that yes the flash movie definitely not getting scrapped and reshoots are going to happen expect hearing that and they really got to create a buzz for this movie because i think zaslov zazzy pants he really wants to just like salvage this movie save this movie and hopefully it could be something you know big which i think it will be when it comes to all the multiverse stuff. And then we have uh, next up, and then speaking of uh, movies that, <laughs> I mean, we want it to be big, but who knows if that's going to be the case. But, uh, of course, we have uh, Black Adam. We have some new images that came out, total film. Um, we don't have the entire total film thing. I'm just going to take off their little side website the, uh, that is Games Radar right here. That uh, that'll show some of the new images and some of the quotes that came came about when it came to that. So here's the uh, the article right here. Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam is out for justice in uh, these exclusive images. So we got an image uh, image of him right here behind the scenes. I mean, let's face it. That costume is a thing. It's a work of art. The costume's a work of art. It really is. I just wish that Dwayne Johnson went full on fucking pointy ears and widow's peak hair. I mean, that's that's all I wish. Because it would, it would, it, again, I don't want to, uh, like, it's too Dwayne Johnson. It's just a 
big bald head and everything. But yeah, there's a director right there with, of course, uh, Pierce Brosnan, who is probably going to be the all-star of the movie right there, Mr. Dr. Fate. And, uh, of course, Pierce Brosnan talked about that, talked about the character, and you could tell that he had a lot of fun with the character. Um, you know, we got Miss Cyclone right there, and then, of course, we got the Atom Smasher. That is actually a really cool image of him right there with the costume. The colors look pretty good. I mean, obviously, when we look at the trailer, a lot of people complain about the, uh, the yellowish uh, color palette that they have. So, yeah. Uh, this looks really good right here. Hopefully they change that color palette because these images right here are looking pretty good when it comes to them, at least. I still think Dwayne Johnson's face looks weird right there. I don't know what it is. What, what, what's going on with these eyes? I don't know what they did right there. I mean, I get it. Your shoulders, you know, your shoulders are the, the, the size of my, my green screen, but Jesus Christ. I mean, I don't know what's going on with the eyes, but huge kick-ass action. Of course, Dwayne Johnson said, this is like one of the quotes right here. He said, it is a departure from anything I've played before in the past. Um, all right. Uh, he will rip you in half. He will literally grab you by the neck and then grab you by the thigh and rip your body into two pieces. Are we actually going to see that, Dwayne? Are we going to see that? Probably not. But, hey, I like what you have to say. It's fine. You know, build up the character, build up the character. But, you know, uh, in that first trailer, when you have somebody that has like one of those things and hits you on the face and I don't know, I'm just kind of worried about the tone. And that's what's been a problem, apparently, when it came to the test screenings is like the tone was kind of like, what is this trying to be? It's trying to be super serious. And you got this villain guy or is it going to have, some, you know, and then you have these comedy elements that you have to inject in there. And it's like that's where everything gets a little wonky. But. I do like the images. They look pretty good, but can we get like a full, I mean, I guess Dr. Fate and everything, it's all just mocap. It's all not real, but it would be cool to get like that crisp, really cool shot of Dr. Fate because that costume looks pretty legit when it comes to uh, the movie right there. But yeah, so there you go. Black Adam, total film, liking some of that stuff, liking the images. All right, so let's get to Madam Web right here. So this is, okay, so Madam Web, when, when this was announced, everybody's kind of going like, what the fuck? I mean, when it comes to Sony, we're just kind of going like, what exactly are you guys doing here? You have a Spider-Man universe without Spider-Man? I mean, what, what's, what's, what's happening here? Like, well, I mean, we have Spider-Man over here, Marvel Studios, and you guys are trying to do something over here with all the villains, and, you know, I mean, for the most part, you've been successful because obviously the two Venom movies were successful. Morbius, not so much. Not so much. The bad part about the uh, these movies is the fact that Sony just brings out the fucking choppy, 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 scissors, 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 and starts chopping up these movies because, like, get it to an hour and a half, and that's, that's what we're going to get to. And, of course, we're all looking forward to El Muerto. I don't. Um, I will say though that what's his name? Who's playing him? Bad Bunny? Is that what his name is? He was in a uh, Bullet Train, and I'm kind of going, huh? He played a pretty mean dude, so maybe there's some hope for it yet. But anyways, when it comes to Madam Web, and if anybody doesn't want to hear some of the story points when it comes to this, uh, please just exit the stream now because it's not really spoilery, but it's just giving you, giving you the, the story points that are out there, and it sounds kind of awesome. It really does. Like, I have no article or anything to, to show, but there's, like, some stuff. Well, actually, I have one thing to show. Uh, let's see here. Um, let me show you right here. This actually was released today. There's the bugle, the daily bugle on the set right there. So we got a van, a daily bugle van. So we all recognize that, at least. So, cool. Like it. I like it. But when it comes to uh, certain story points, we got all that. But uh, very much it's sounding like like the Terminator. That's what's great. Madam Web will have a superhero team protecting Mary Parker, played by Emma Roberts, who is, of course, pregnant with little Peter. A villain will try to kill Mary so that Peter is not born. The plot is very much similar to... Terminator. And apparently Adam Scott, who was cast in it, is playing possibly Uncle Ben. What? So, yeah. Very interesting. 
kind of dig that. I don't know if Sony could f- pull it off, but I'm kind of liking that. And uh, S- uh, Sydney Sweeney, she's playing Julia Carpenter. We got Celeste O'Connor, she's playing Maddie Franklin. And uh, Isabella Merced is playing Anya Corazon. So, want to know those details? But yeah, there's also all kinds of rumors that there's multiple Spider-Men. Like they're gonna tap, they're gonna continue tapping into the Spideyverse thing. You know, there's <laughs> there's like a rumor that, of course, uh, you know, it's that Logan Lerman might be playing a version of Spider-Man. I know everybody was like um, fan casting him a while back, and still fan casting him. But yeah. So, I don't know. To me, that sounds kind of awesome. I'm like, all right, that's different. It's like a weird time travel thing, and they're going to try to, like, somebody's going to go back in time and try to kill Peter Parker before he's actually born. And what? I, I don't know. I kind of like it. I know, right? Carrie, <laughs> Carrie's like, uh, Sony can't pull it off. But, hey, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, yes. I mean, I've, I've enjoyed the Venom movies, but I've had, you know, I, I, some of the things I'm like, whatever. Uh, 13 months. 13 months for what, Meg? What are you talking about? Thank you for being a member. Oh, we have to wait 13 months? Is that what's happening? Yeah. But I don't know. Just, but anyways, yeah. Is that when it's coming out in like over a year? We still have to wait that long? Yeah, they're still filming the damn thing, so. But uh, thank you for joining, Meg. Appreciate that. But yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting tale. Like, I'm intrigued. I'm actually intrigued by this. I thought it was just going to be something stupid. Oh, as a member, it says you're 20 months. That's interesting. <laughs> it says 20 months, or it says 20 months right there. So, anyways, um, but uh, yeah. So there's the details right there. Pretty cool. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with it. But call me. Andrew. I mean, Adam Scott. I like Adam Scott. I like Adam Scott a lot. So, and then we got She-Hulk. Who's looking forward to She-Hulk? Anyone? Anyone? Huh? Anyone looking forward to She-Hulk? I don't know. (sighs) What can you do? I don't know. So, when it comes to uh, She-Hulk, that's coming out, of course, Thursday. Sadly, I wish it was Wednesday, so then I could, you know, do my normal thing where I review an episode on the show, but... That's not going to be the case. Um, I, You guys know how I feel about it. Just look at my reactions to the trailers. Have not been too impressed by it. Like, the hype that I have is the fact that Charlie Cox is Daredevil again. And obviously, we got that little tease at the last one that, that was released during Comic-Con, which was great. And, uh, yeah, of course, uh, social media reaction, some reviews. Reviews have been coming out, been pouring out. Mainly positive, I will say. But there's been some mixed reviews where people are like, yeah, uh, Tatiana, what's her name? Uh, the, the, the lead, I can't remember her name, but they're saying, that, oh, yeah, she's likable. It's all good. But the comedy, of course, gets a little too much. And then, um, and then we have this article that came out today, which was like, oh, boy, I don't know if you should have uh, mentioned this right here. But uh, she did. She definitely did. And... Um, Geez, look at the ads on this. All right, anyways, let's <laughs> like open up the ads. Oh, yeah, that movie. Uh, try to ignore the cleavage. Anyways, uh, She-Hulk head writer on reshaping the pilot, cutting CGI and Steve Rogers' virginity. That's right. They're going to emphasize Steve Rogers' virginity in this movie? I don't need to know that. I don't need to know that, okay? I really don't. I don't care. I'm pretty sure Steve Rogers... Got his cherry popped sometime. I mean, look at the dude. Look at the dude. Guy's fucking, you know, got pecks out the hair. He's a good-looking dude. I think, he, I think he's fine. But one of the biggest things that was talked about when it came to the writer's room, <laughs> um, it's this right here. This is where it got a little interesting when it came to um, what she had to say, and maybe she shouldn't have said this because, you know, well, anyway, it says, my pitch for the show is pretty close to the show that you're watching. All the kind of key um, foundational elements were there. Emil Blonsky uh, abomination was almost, uh, was always the uh, the pitch. 
Bruce was always in the pitch. I didn't know if I could use them. I didn't know what their relationship was to Abomination anymore. But I thought, you know, you know what? This is what I want, so I'll just pitch it. Thankfully, they liked all of it. When I went in, it definitely skewed a lot more heavily towards Blonsky's trial. In my original pitch, it was an actual trial, and it spanned multiple episodes. When we got into the writer's room, inevitably, things change as you're developing the show and as, and as you start writing. And one, and one thing that we all realized very slowly was none of us are that adept at writing, you know, rousing trial scenes. <laughs> Attorney at law is literally in the fucking title. What? What? I mean, even if you as the head writer don't really know how to write that stuff, hire a writer or two or three that knows how to do that. Huh? It's in the title. They're marketing the whole thing as attorney at law, She-Hulk, attorney at law. It says it right there, attorney at law. She's a lawyer. And you couldn't really get... Ah... Even if that, you know, the fact that that's the case, don't say it. When you're being interviewed, don't say it. Because a lot of people were talking about that today and going, holy shit, what are you doing? And even probably Kevin Feige was like, oh, what? Oh, why'd you say that? Why'd you say that? Why? Why'd you say that? Don't say that. No, don't, don't. Oh, oh, don't say that. Okay, that's not going to give people uh, confidence. Uh, I, I just, that's, that's the thing. It's like, there's just, again, the only thing that I'm looking forward to is seeing Charlie Cox's Daredevil again, but it's not going to be, it's going to be a lighter version, of course, which is kind of like, all right, but he's a very likable dude. That's the only thing that's doing it. But I'm just like, if you're a head writer, maybe skip on the fact that, you know, none of the writers in the writing room really knew how to write rousing courtroom scenes when the character is an attorney okay just don't do that don't do that hoy i mean i i just it baffled me like what okay just not smart that's not smart but i'm still gonna watch it i'll give my review of the the uh the opener, the series uh, opener, and uh, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I am not looking forward to it. Not really. Not really. Nope. Nope. Not much at all. All right, guys. Let's see what's happening in the Twitter world. Let's uh, answer some questions here. Let's see what we got. Make sure there's no uh, messiness in here. Oh, Okay. We're good. Okay. Always got to double check. Always got to double check. All right. Here we go. Let's see what the Twitter questions are. All right. So here we go. Tet. Breaking news. Following the Henry Cavill Hyperion rumors, Feige has reached out to Ezra Miller in hopes that they could play Quicksilver, right? <laughs> there you go. Is that from the MF and News right there? Uh, we got to hear from those guys again soon, hopefully, right? Eric M. Blake, yo, Dave, my question from last night. I'm 100% with you on remakes. Remaking classics is an inherently stupid move, setting itself up for failure. So as I point to the tweet here, what failed potential films would you be eager to be to see remade? That's a good question. Because um, I remember, I remember reading about that too, or hearing that on a podcast where somebody said, like, what if they actually took, um, what if they actually, somebody actually tried to remake a remake that didn't quite work out? And uh, I'm trying to think, uh, maybe uh, uh, Flatliners could be one of them. Jesus Christ! Um, but I don't know how, like, what what kind of take you would want to do Flatliners. But I watched that Flatliners uh, remake, and it was awful. I'm like, yeah, let's stick with the 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 Kiefer Sutherland Kevin Bacon version, pretty please. 
Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think because sometimes I mean, I, I can. I mean, there's some that are like good. Like, um, oh man, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like something, but yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying though. I like that idea. I like that idea. And then yes, rest in peace, uh, Olivia, right there. If you've seen Daylight, don't you think uh, Snoop stole the show? Daylight. Oh, that is that that one movie? Uh, let's see here. But yeah, I can't really think of something right now. Can't really think of something. Second current. Yeah. Anyways, EVM, do you think The Flash will reach a billion-dollar box office? I don't know. Johnny Mnemonic would be, yeah, Day Shift. Yeah, is that what that was? Uh, thank you, Meg, for showing up. Um, do I think it has potential? I don't know if it will, but it has potential. Do you think She-Hulk will fail like Miss Marvel? I don't think Miss Marvel failed. I actually really liked Miss Marvel, so. Cinema! Pure cinema right there. I agree with you, Jacob. It's a good fucking movie. Devon, I have a question, Dave. What day you think the Flash trailer uh, is going to come out? It'll probably, I wouldn't, if they're not going to do a DC fandom this year, which it sounds like it's not going to be the case now, it's, it was like, all right, yes, it's going to happen. Now, doesn't look like it's going to happen. Probably in October when Black Adam comes out, I'm imagining, I don't know. Uh, the Rock, when he finds out Black Adam has to lose his Shazam eventually, and the hierarchy was a marketing stunt by <laughs> Warner Brothers. <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> that was when Idris Elba was on Hot Ones. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, yes, I read this today. Is the hierarchy of the Disney Railroad verse about to change? Yes. They are going to make a movie about Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. What I always wanted. Who wanted this? Yes. It's the wildest ride in the wilderness. I don't know. Is that, is that what you hear when you're in line? I haven't been to Disneyland in years. Decade. I haven't been over a decade. Probably. But yes. Thunder Mountain. It's a fun ride at Disneyland. Apparently they're going to make a, a movie on it. Power to them. They're just going to make a movie on all the rides. Okay. Uh... You know, wake me up when they make a teacups ride or keep teacups movie, I should say. CK, if you thought The Rock jerking his own ego to Black Adam was nuts, get ready when Dwanta Claus, Dwanta Claus comes around this Christmas. What is Dwanta Claus? Uh, oh, that's right. He's supposed to be playing Santa Claus in a movie. Oh, shit. When is that supposed to come out? Was that this year or next year? Oh, man. That's right. He's playing a version of Santa Claus. Hoy. Andrew Casali, since we seen what Iron Man's relationship with Tom Holland Spider-Man was like in the MCU, imagine how different it would be if it was with Tobey Maguire Spider-Man instead. It'd be a little different, yeah. Uh, is this Mr. Uh, Delano right here? Thoughts on the J.J. Abrams Constantine TV series? I hope it's good. I just wish they stuck with Matt Ryan. Because I like Matt Ryan as uh, Mr. Constantine, but we'll see what the new actor does. Uh, Mike, so now that Ezra is in rehab therapy, I don't. I do hope we can get an interview with them explaining everything, and hopefully we get that before Christmas. That being said, I am more interested in the Flash now. The new DC continuity is uh, no longer a thing. Yeah, that's good. Ronak. Runok. I am not looking forward to She-Hulk one bit. That director just pisses me off. <laughs> yeah. Jason, is Black Adam really the new big baddie of the DCU? Right now. Right now he is. Joy of Cinema. Do you think Black Adam having a solo movie before meeting with Shazam is a good idea? I do. I actually agreed with, the, with Dwayne Johnson right there, but I just didn't like the way that he said it yesterday. We talked about that. We did talk about that. Skyler, The Flash is set to drop 2023, assuming Ezra gets his act together by then. This is no longer news. The news will move on to whatever is in the next cool thing to uh, bandwagon and hate is. Yeah, that's I think that's what Warner Brothers Discovery's hope is, is the fact that it's like, hey, can we just kind of move away from this? Can we move away from this? Hopefully nothing else comes out. And like I said, Ezra's just going to relax. Be silent. No more things coming about. And hopefully everything will be okay. And then when it comes time to promote the thing, Ezra will be in a good headspace and everything will be okay. 
Michael Keaton will be there. Ben Affleck will be there most likely. We're going to have the Batman and then God knows who else too. There's going to be some other people as well. Sasha Kaye will be there. There's going to be some other players that are hopefully that they can get to do the promotion. I think what the biggest thing is the fact that they're going to try to distract as much from Ezra, give Ezra a light load when it comes to when it comes to promoting and then focus on the others. I mean, obviously, Michael Keaton's going to be a focus big time. And I think the smart thing to do would be, hey, when you're doing press junkets, put Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton together. Yeah? Yeah, let's do that. Put them together. Two Batman right there. That'll take the focus off of that. Okay? Hire me, Zaslav. Hire me. I got ideas. I got ideas. Shit. Anyways, all right. That's it, guys, for today's show. Appreciate you guys watching as per usual. Um, make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell. All that stuff. Follow me on all the various Sockmans. The links are down below. Follow the Patreon, of course. I'm trying to put as much on there when I hear things to try to get it on there early. So do that. Do everything. And then, um, yeah, that's pretty much it when it comes to all of that stuff. Of course, my subscribe button, like, disappeared for some reason. I don't know why that... There's some still some glitchiness happening. Come back. There it is. But anyways, yes, yeah, subscribe, do all that stuff, and uh, share it too. Share the stream. Do all that. And uh, tomorrow, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Same junkie time, same junkie channel. Talk to you later.